Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Here All right, we are. We're back. Here we are. On four- I thought that's the NPR intro. All right, Hi, we're yes. Back. Here Welcome we are. back. With a very special guest. This is Terry Gross. Today we're going to be interviewing really, 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 really famous drag queen. Yes. Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, how did you get started in comedy? My mother. <laughs> but I got started with my mother. We've got special guest Bob. Bob the drag, drag queen. queen. Yay! We finally got Thank you on you here for being in person. On the show. I'm here. I forced you. I threw things at you to get you here. No. I made no, really? it. I did. I literally. Why threw didn't you want to come on and hang out? No, he didn't have to. Okay, last week Mateo was trying to get me to come, and I kept telling him over and over again, I, I have a thing, like I'm doing something. And right. He was like, come. And I was like, Mateo, but I'm doing something. He come. was only hearing what he wanted to hear. And I was like, Mateo, he was like, you'll be there. Bye. <laughs> um, and then this week he was like, I figured if, you, if I tricked you the same way you trick me, no, then it would work. I'm How do you trick slicker. him? I'm way slicker. Than Bob will do that. I was in Brooklyn. This is like a year ago. And Bob was like, we, I know you're up to something when your voice jumps an octave. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. That's exactly it. Like, I, I need you to come over. And I was like, for what? We'll, we'll explain to you when we get here. I was like, no, no. No, you're, that means like, you're helping move you something. Doing? And then I get over there. And now I would be way more down with it. But I would. I don't know why I was so sheepish about it. But there was. Oh, Mateo was being so. What was so, it? What was it? There's a video online. If you look up work, paper, scissors you'll find it mm-hmm. great name it is a video of us all doing me and me and my friend mitch wrote this song called uh work papers i think that's a great name like i'm already kind of sold it was a really short like 30 seconds that's song. funny and then we made up a dance me and patty made up a dance and we were like we need one more person to dance i don't know why we thought about mateo i can't dance i can see why i would have been a little i would have wanted to get tricked to coming over too um and then we got him there and then i was like we have to put on this <laughs> this uh bike tart and Mateo didn't want to wear the bike tard. I don't but even know what that is. What did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> a bike tard is like is like a leotard, but it goes down. It's like shorts. Like a leotard that goes into shorts. I mean, now it's I would have done it naked. A but. bike, a leotard. A leotard is like the thing that a gymnast would wear. Right. A tarded and a, leotard. Yeah. And a bike tard goes down the legs. Both slightly okay. turned me out. About a quarter <laughs> down the leg. Anyway, so Mateo preferred to wear the bike tard without the arms up. So he wanted to show more of his body, which was weird at the time. Look, wow. I was I was if, tricked into coming, but he didn't want to cover up. He wanted to expose himself. Actually. Yeah, and then Patty had like a giant bow in his head. I don't Is know it, what it was. But the, I was really nervous doing that dance. I didn't really. Oh, do you want? Do, do, should I show? I it would to love, you? To, see, love yeah. to hear the little. It's really jingle. short. Here, you can put it up to the mic, the where the microphone is, and then. So they're walking go? in. There. How do you turn the volume up? Oh my god. That's, that's Mateo, tricked into coming to my apartment. Mateo with scissors. I was nervous that I wasn't going to get the dance right. He would not pull the back card up. I We're going to put this on the dancing too. We'll put this on the, um, the Instagram, so if you guys want to see the whole yeah, video. That's why it's coming up. Fun. <laughs> You nailed it. You nailed the dance. I, oh, I was so it. nervous. I, I I didn't fuck up. Yeah, that's. I get nervous with the, the dance stuff too because you're like. Uh-uh. And then we did it live. Ooh. Did I? Why was yeah, I? Yeah, you did it, it at the party at the work sister party. I literally don't remember doing it. Blacked out. Are you, there was some really hot go-go boys you had at that party, and I was just 
flustered. <laughs> Losing my mind over them. They were so hot. So hot. And didn't even look near me. I was like, hi. They were intimidated. Uh, no, they were. Well, they're probably. Anyways, but we have Bob the Drag Queen on the Drag show. Queen. And I don't know much about where you're from, Bob. Like, I'm what, from Atlanta. What? Okay. Well, I'm from Atlanta and I'm from Columbus. I was born in Columbus, but I was raised in Atlanta. And when did you start doing drag? New York City. Mm. Bob the Drag Queen is from New York City, but Caldwell is from Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Bob started doing drag at first at New York Comedy Club. No way. Yes, he yeah, was. He was show. doing really? it. Really? Yeah. So you did you start doing stand up before you started doing drag? Same night. Whoa. Well, that's not. What was your name? Well, technically, it's not. I actually my first night ever out in drag. I didn't perform. I just went out for Gay Pride. Yeah. And then about a week later, I did the stand up show at New York Comedy Club. So How my did first it feel that first time you were in drag? Well, my name was Kitten with a Whip. Which is <laughs> still an existing. Yeah, the YouTube page is still up there. I'm not. I ain't never scared. I'm not ashamed of myself, honey. <laughs> Um, I mean, some of the, I will say some of that material did not age well. Um, <laughs> but um, how did it feel? It felt really cool. You know, a lot of my friends from the restaurant I worked at came to see me. I got like, was it a bringer show? It was a bringer. Yeah, I, I had to bring five people. I brought yep. twenty four. Um, and it was really everything. And then and then I did. And then I remember the I bought twenty four people, and then the promoter handed me like I think thirty dollars. Hey, yeah, I mean they just rip you out, bring your shoes right. are the worst. But I bought twenty four people. What I was did like, you What did you talk about? What was your first? My first set was about things I hate. I, I had a joke. Let me see if I can remember any of the jokes. Nothing's I had, changed. By the I had way. a joke about how. Uh, oh, I had a joke about how. Um, I at one point I go. You guys remember cushion toilet seats? And I was like, I always hated cushion toilet seats because it kind of feels like you're shitting on a couch. <laughs> um, so stuff like that. I had a whole bit about the Care Bears and how the Care What's Bears. What's the Care Bears? The Care Bears were, they were the first gay superheroes. I was oh, like, okay. you know, like I love the Care Bears. Their whole their whole move is just looking at you with a judgmental face. They're like Care Bear stare. You know this? They do the Care Bear stare and they all just like look oh, at you. Oh yeah. I don't remember the stare. I do remember it now. Yeah. The, yeah. the move is they called. Stare you down. It's right. called the Care Bear stare. <laughs> It's kind of right. creepy. And they just go, mm-hmm. But right. that's a gay bar. You just walk in, it's a room of side-eye. Doing right. Care Bears, wearing sequins on their bellies, doing Care Bears there. Can you talk about um, this? You haven't made it a bit yet, but now every time I see one, I can't stop laughing. Chuck E. Cheese. Your feelings oh, on God. Chuck E. Cheese is like, because I thought every Chuck kid. Chuck E. Cheese freaks me out. Well, I hated Chuck E. Cheese as a child. I wouldn't go, well, when I was, well, back in my day, it was called Showbiz. Does anyone remember this? No. No one remembers it. It used to be called Showbiz. What? Yeah, no way. Called, it's called Showbiz. When did they change it to Chuck E. Cheese? A restaurant named Showbiz? Yeah, Sounds it was called like Showbiz. Hell. I swear, someone should, I don't know, is there a fact checker here? It's just some here? shady we got manager. Two, we'll get, we'll get And then maybe, maybe that was just the, the, the off-brand when I went to in I was like, Georgia. maybe in Atlanta, Georgia. But then Georgia they Bay. moved the rat to the back and the play place to the front. And I was like, I hated Chuck E. Cheese. I wouldn't go in the back room because, like I said, <laughs> maybe for New Yorkers it's normal, but seeing a six-foot six rat, rat yep. walking around with people around him like whoa 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 Chucky Chucky right. Chucky like like literally handling him like Chucky this way Chucky don't look at the kid Chucky this way Chucky it's a crazy rat yeah and it was fucking scary then you go in the back and there's like some uh, like a big bird who like plays piano like the cat you're from, right uh, just from, cranked uh, out Sabrina Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah. and there's like some Italian dude like back there like it's me I'm like no <laughs> Not into it. It is really. I never thought about that. That there's people trying to shuffle Chucky around to get him because the person can't the see. The Chucky in the one in Maine was always just kind of sitting. I actually didn't even know they moved around. Just smoking in the back. Yeah, he was out. <laughs> he, he was he was ready to retire. I did the... a funny little story. When I used to work at I used to work at Chick Fil A in college. Don't judge me. I worked at Chick Fil A in college. No judgment. One time, uh, whoever plays the the cow is usually the biggest person there. We had a guy Wait, what do you mean a cow? The the mascot of Chick Fil A is a cow. 
Oh, oh see, I, we I didn't have Chick-fil-A Why in isn't it a chick? Because the, the, the cow, it's these cows, hey, that, these cows, they write signs, they eat more chicken. Oh, got it. But they can't spell stuff. Right. Anyway, so this Stupid cow cows. comes out from the back and like, it was a birthday party and the cow comes out and he's, the guy's like, the guy playing, the cow is about six foot four. His name was Strip. And when the cow comes out, he was country. His name was, real name was Trip. We called him Trip. So cow comes out and then he stands up, but his head hits the sign. But it knocks the sign off of the thing. The sign hits the sweet tea and the lemonade, which spills everywhere. The cow is now like in the restaurant, like, ah! So the cow is flipping. We're all around the cow, like, whoa, trip, trip. We're all yelling, trip. And the kids are screaming. They're like, ah! Like the kids are, because it looks like the cow is destroying Chick fil A. And this is a few years after mad cow disease. Oh, shit. <laughs> so um, it really... And then, then they tried to get the kids to calm down. And whenever the cow would get near, they would just freak out. They had to put the cow in the back. Isn't that a great story? That is great. I will never forget that day. His name was Trip. Trip. Yeah. So this cow's fucking me like, Trip, oh. Trip. And he is... De- I mean, this cow is destroying Chick-fil-A. Fl- knocking over tea... Lemonade. Everyone's around, like holding their hands out, like he's gone crazy. <laughs> that was my oh, Chick Fil A day. I got tricked into eating Chick Fil A right after the whole uh, the, the the guy came out against gay marriage. I was doing a college and I was eating chicken, and I was like, "This is the best chicken I've ever had." And it was had it was out on a platter, so I thought it was from the cafeteria. And then I spied a Chick Fil A box. I will tell you this: Chick Fil A is the best. As far as fast food chicken, it was so good. It is literally the best. And I chicken. wish I didn't even know that. I was like, I wish I hadn't even. Are they are they still anti-gay? Yeah, know? like a I recent guess more po- than ever. <laughs> yeah, a recent article came out saying like they're still donating to like LGBT anti-LGBTQ, blah 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 blah. I also had a thing one time. When I was like trying to avoid. I wanted to post a picture of me like in a room, like looking nervous, like trying to not watch any anti-gay, like mm. trying not to contribute to any problematic TV shows. Products. It's just coffees. you standing alone on an island. Yeah, like, yeah. Facing, like facing a wall. <laughs> yeah. What was your first um, drag performance? Like, at, like your first one after? Because who was it that we had on that was telling us about the open mic? The one she was doing open mic. Miss Cracker. Miss Cracker. Because I never thought about drag queens doing that. So did you do the? Did you do that? Like, what's well, the equivalent to an open mic? Well, drag? they're called. Um, it's it's like competitions. I mean, it, maybe you guys have never heard this word competition. <laughs> um, oh. They, it's all a competition. They have one called uh, my first show outside of um, my first night life performance was uh, outside of the the comedy scene was at Barracuda. A show oh yeah, called Star Search. Twenty second and seventh. What is 24 it? Twenty four between seven and eight. Mm-hmm. That's scary to me. I think going from that to then a competition because did yeah, you because seems- that's like a, you know that. I know because usually you'll go like open mic, open mic, open mic, bar show, bar show. Going right into competition mode is like, how do you even? Well, it's the only place you can perform where right. they'll like, you know, have you. Like, right. No one's going to have you at their, do a, a number at their show if you can't, if you haven't. I mean, it's the only place to go. You know what I mean? What are like the elite shows? It was hosted in New by York. Peppermint, by the way. It was what? Hosted by Peppermint. Oh, work. Yeah. What, what are like, so I'm trying to like equate it to stand up. So, like, what are. What's like the time if you're doing this show in New York and you're a drag queen, boom, you've made it. Mm. Honestly, it depends on what time. Like I remember back when I was doing Drag in the City, the, the number one show in the city was a show called Queen, mm-hmm. which was hosted at the time by a queen named Dallas Dubois mm-hmm. at yes. Industry on 51. I even know that name. Yeah. She doesn't do drag anymore though. She I know that name. Drag. Yeah. 
So Dallas Dubois hosted a show called Queen, which was a huge deal, and it still it still goes on. Now it's hosted by Holly Day, and I don't I haven't seen the show in a very very long time. I don't know how good the show is or how bad the how good the show isn't, but I know a lot of queens have worked at that at at Queen, like Peppermint, Me, Pixie Aventura, Tina Burner, Chelsea Piers, Monet Exchange, like a lot of us have gone. Yuha Masaki, a lot of us have done Queen. I did Queen once. <laughs> I did. Have you seen the new Queen movie? Yes, yes, I loved it. Did you like it? Oh, we can't have a discussion on that. Cause it it, you didn't like it? It was a bad movie. I haven't really? seen it. Actually, Did you not like it because like, the, the way they downplayed Ron, the gay Ron stuff? Ron Bennington said it wasn't factual. That they're just it wasn't factual. Well, oh, who cares about the facts? It wasn't good. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, see, was I was entertained. Like, like this, first of all, this actor playing Freddie Mercury, were those fake teeth? Yeah, I probably. Think. They, have Freddie they had, had big, to be. big, big, big I mean, teeth. I mean, and also when you're putting fake teeth on top of real teeth, they're going to be bigger than the big right. teeth were. I mean, it was absurd. Right. I mean, this man's teeth were madness. <laughs> and he's just, just like actor with these incredibly large fake teeth. And he's like, I don't know. It was just like not a good I, I laughed. I cried. I scoffed. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's. Why did you like it? And then I want to know why you didn't. Like I liked it. it because when I went in to see it, I wasn't really expecting anything. And then I guess I just like was like buying into the journey of Queen because I wasn't a huge like Queen fan. And I loved Mike Myers as the agent. Anytime it's Mike like a, Myers is in it, the yeah, murderer. He play, Wait, Michael well, Myers. This isn't factual. The, the comedian. Yeah, he plays the um, manager. That was Michael Myers? Yeah, he's in a bunch of makeup. It took me forever wow. to, feel, to realize in A Star is Born that Lady Gaga's dad was, um, what's his name? I haven't oh, seen Dice that Clay. yet. Dice Clay. Was it really? Dice Clay played. Ma- Mateo huh. Lane has spoiled A Star is Born for me more times than I can what imagine. What have I spoiled for? There's I- been three other versions of that I haven't there. seen any of them, though. Okay. I haven't seen any it, either. It, I'm not spoiling anything when the same story has been told since 1937. And I don't want to know what happens at the end of Passion of the Christ. Don't ruin this right. for me. Well. And I haven't seen Titanic yet, so keep your lips zipped, buddy. The no. ship makes it. During his show, 84 by the years way, ago. I'm giving you all a spoiler alert right now. This Please. is your spoiler it's alert. Spoiler for, We know what happens well, to Freddie Mercury. I, I, I know now. Um, we were at Mateo's show. Mateo goes, anyway, so at the end, we, 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 and at the end of the movie, when he dies, ah, oh, fuck off, I spoiled it. Um, but they all <laughs> die. We know he's going to die. But they all die at the end of... In every single Star is Born, oh, he always thought, dies. Like everyone dies. Oh, well, that too. You don't you don't remember that scene? I never... Are you fucking with me? I don't know. No, I've they, never they, seen it either. Well, other people spoil it me. Shut up. There's no plane All right, crash. let me just say this. So Star is Born, we already said spoiler alert. So at the end, he hangs himself, right? But Ooh, I didn't know, he I didn't know that himself. either. I said spoiler alert. I thought he drank himself to death. No, that would have made more sense. He literally just like walks into the garage. And first I heard the dog barking. He was walking with a belt. And I'm so stupid. I'm like, oh, he better not hurt that dog. And then he hangs himself. <laughs> and I'm like, well, thank God the dog's okay. <laughs> Apparently, that's how Alexander McQueen died. He hung himself with a belt. Wow. Apparently his favorite belt, I found out. That's another movie I saw, documentary I saw. I also watched it on Plane. I, I read, I saw, I listened on a podcast years ago. They did on This American Life, a story about how people who um, watch movies on planes, they cry more because they're on I planes. always cry. I read something about that too. I think when you fly a lot, you get over it because I have just, I'm just, I'm on planes like. Phew. Well, no, you know, you're just live tweeting what movies you hate. Uh, well, I also tried to watch Stars Born. I made it one minute, 50 seconds in. On a flight? Because what happens like, to me now in flights, I fall asleep. It's like even when I don't want to, yeah. I just nod off. I, well, I can't. I don't even want. I was trying to do my taxes and I just got on and then I on fell asleep. Flight? Yeah, because I was like, oh, I got six hours. I was so going you, to Vegas. You just fired I up from TurboTax. I po- popped it open, then I just boom fell asleep, and then I got up and I was in Vegas. And I was like, I didn't want to fall asleep. I was I, betrayed by my brain. I watched the Good you Dinosaur. Rock, you rocked back and forth. This 
Yes, it's uh, soothing. I, when I was on that uh, cruise, I fell asleep easily. Best sleep, best ever. sleep ever. You mm. will never get better sleep than you get on a cruise. Yeah, I'm going on my first cruise with Mateo Ooh, in you're gonna August. Sleep like August. Guess where oh, our cruise is going? Where? To freaking Maine and Canada. Yeah, which no. is exciting. Oh, well, it's, it's gonna be in August, so it's, it'll be nice. It'll yeah, be sunny. But when then I'm I, going to Mexico in October. Oh, that's nice. How do you like them apples? Where in Mexico? Bob, um, is it Punta Cana? To see my family. Oh, okay. Well, I'm no, gonna, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to. I'm somewhere on a beach. I don't know. I'm going to go on a cruise to Durham, North Carolina. I actually love Durham, North Carolina. I found but, out where my Mexican family's from, by the way. So if anyone out there has, me- has uh, knows Mexicans with the last name Maldonado in Guanajuato, let me know. How'd you find I this out? You. So my mom has an entire um, book of family photos, and it yeah. was all of our family, our Mexican family, all oh, of our family were you in Mexico. In all, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because so I, right. I went through the whole book, and it was like I took pictures too, because it's just like a bunch of old Mexicans, like Tio Simon, blah 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 blah. Like this is them. Oh wow. This is them. That's them. Really old a bunch photos. Of old. There's Tio Simon. So this is my great uncle Simon. Wow. Anyways. So Simone. they said Paz family from Guanajuato. And I remember in our Ancestry.com, my Aunt Cindy did it. It was from the same area. So it's like totally official. My, my Mexican family is from Guanajuato and our last name is Maldonado. I should do that. I want, you know what I want to do? I want to do one of those Ancestry.com things. It would be like white. Right. White as hell. Bob, do that joke where you do where like you walk up to the bodega guy. Which one? What is it? He's like. Your father. Oh, well, I mean, okay, first of all, you know, most black people, the, our genealogy doesn't go very far back, more than 150 years right. because of, uh, you know what happened. <laughs> um, so, but everyone, but also I, I look sp- uh, particularly African um, and people always think I'm at, like sometimes people in New York will just walk up to me and just start speaking Swahili mm. or start speaking French just out of nowhere. And I'm Do like, they get mad when you don't speak it? They, well, this guy looks at me, he goes... Where you from? And I said, me, I'm from I'm from Atlanta. He goes, No. Where your mother from? Mm. And I said, Oh, my mom is from is from Mississippi. He goes, No, no. Where your father from? And I'm like, well, my dad's from Alabama. I'm just American. He goes, No. He wasn't from, having it. You from Ghana. And people from Africa always tell me that I look Ghanaian. You should always. do the the twenty three of me and see. I did do one. Oh, where what did it say? Yeah, I think it said that I was from like the Mandingo tribe somewhere in West Africa. Okay, West mm. Africa. So he's I mean, not all wrong. black Americans are from West Africa. Yeah. Because slave catchers weren't going all the way to the east and like, you know, they were driving going to across Ethiopia. The, yeah, they weren't driving across. They were just they were catching the closest ones to the coast. Oh my God. What did your parents say when you started doing drag? Were they supportive? Oh yeah. My mom was my mom used to own a drag bar. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. His I, mom, Martha, by the way, is one of the best. She used to own a drag bar? Yeah, called like Oasis or something like that. She was still doing drag shows like a year ago. Yeah, my mom was producing drag shows like one year ago, yeah. That's they had crazy. Shangela come. It you was called came. me, Shangela, Naomi, Monet. Trixie came. No. So you one. grew yeah. up around it. So you just kind of... Kind of, sort of. Not really. I mean, I kind of grew up around it. I didn't really grow up. I didn't like have like a lot of drag just happening all the time in my life right. everywhere. Um, and I never really saw drag. I was kind of afraid of drag queens. My mom had this gay friend named Sydney, who I remember telling me that like drag queens are crazy. Hmm. And he got shot by a drag queen once. Damn! I actually I always say that all the time because you know now drag queen. So it's so, the only drag queen I knew when I was a kid was RuPaul from the Brady Bunch movie. Right. And then I remember seeing my first drag queen in real life when I snuck into a gay bar when I was like 19. And it, I remember being scared because it's hmm. just there was no I had no exposure to it. I didn't understand what drag was. I mean everything was scaring me, but particularly the drag queen because I was like. 
how am I supposed to act? And you just right. now it's so like everyone knows what drag queens about and it's it's so mainstream and this and that. But at the time, I remember being like, ooh, I don't know what a drag queen is. I think people should be a little scared of drag queens. Well, cause just drag cause queens it's like over the top. Well, I think that drag queens should possess a certain uh, prowess and power that dominates the room. And I think if you're a little afraid of a drag queen, then you are probably uh, wise. Right. Like it's like they're doing their job. Like they're yeah. being, they're supposed to be fierce. Yeah. How could someone get fierce if they're not feeling fierce? Do we think that word's overused, by the way? Fierce. fierce? Everyone's just fierce. I don't fierce, think so. I think that, that you can use the word fierce. I don't think that, uh, I'm also not someone who is who subscribes to the idea of not doing something because a lot of people do it. Mm. Like if I like doing, I'm just gonna do it. Uh, you know, I was thinking this morning, like Bob is wearing head to toe North Face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like if you are trying very hard to be unique, that is the most basic thing in the world. Oh, mm-hmm. I totally agree. The least unique thing in the world is trying very hard to be unique. I agree. We're gonna take a break and get back to that in a moment. We're gonna meet my meet my, my cousin, unique. And we're I'm, back. We're back. We're talking uh, fur coats. Because uh, I yes. kind of want to wear one. I already have it. The animal's done been dead. Wait, well, is this the fur? This isn't the fur coat Patty wears, is it? No, this is a fur. Just for the record, this is a faux, faux fur. fur coat. This one I have is, is for my obese. My dad's mother was super obese. And it's, so her, she has a she had a fur coat. I mean, it's a real fur. It's real. And then super is like another word. She was big. She was like a she was addicted to something. I don't like real fur fur. It's coats. so soft. But my dad's a vegetarian, and so he was like when all her fur coats. He was like, I want them out of the house. And she had a um like a neck thing with a fox head on it. Uh, a, a stole. Yeah. A fox stole. Little teeth and eyes. Like the head was on it. And my dad was like, I don't want them around. And I I siphoned them off. So, so what I, are you doing with them? Well, I've been lugging them from apartment to apartment. I've got rid of the fox heads because it's like freaked out people yeah, before. It's a fox head. Yeah. And then I have the coat, but it's making me think of it. This coat's making you me think should. of what it. What color is it? It's um uh th- this color, brownish. Is it copper brown? Copper brown. I kind of want to try wearing it somewhere. It's very big It's actually big bright me, green. Bob is colorblind <laughs> and we bought him these glasses to see, but now Bob doesn't use them. I use them. I'm joking. Are you colorblind? I am. Red, green, deficient. So it's not like, I don't see gray. The day that- I don't see color. Yeah. <laughs> Our next guest just walked in, unfortunately. Um, so we, so when Bob actually, we all pitched together for Bob's birthday, we got, the, the whole crew got Bob these glasses so you could see color, like it fixes colorblindness. Cool. And my favorite thing is one, we walk into Bob's house unannounced, Bob says nothing. It was like it was completely normal. We start blowing up balloons. He still says nothing. <laughs> Me and Alfredo are standing like, Shh, were you just unfazed? But well, I mean, we do weird stuff all the time. <laughs> I guess that's like at your house is like the least yeah. weird, which I want to get into your house being the hangout next, by the way. But um, and then we finally like, Bob, aren't you going to say anything? Like what? And we're like, here, take these glasses. Bob stared at this green balloon you'd never seen that color before and you were like is this silver or green i was like and i was doing color theory with them i was like actually it's green but because of it's the reflection like the material on it it's bouncing off a lot of light so it's almost appearing as silver like we watched your music videos you had no idea yeah i'd never seen that and yet another dig it was red for so for did it affect you when you were dressing yourself at all no 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 well, you thought that you're you thought you were wearing blue and yellow, but it was purple and yellow for your clown outfit. That was purple? Yeah. Work. 
I was sure that was blue. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the effect. I mean, I don't wear I don't wear them all the time. Um, I hardly ever wear them actually, and they mostly work in the daylight and not so much mm. outside of the daylight or under really really bright lights. If it's not really bright, because there are shades, so it makes everything around it a little bit darker. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you probably get used to like you're probably used to seeing stuff the way you saw it. Yeah. So then it. Um, I had a question. I just thought of what advice would you give anyone that wants to be a drag queen? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, just, I don't know. Just, just <laughs> do it. I don't know. Like, I'm, I mean, I know in my mind, I said, who am I to give you advice on how to be a dragon? But just like go on YouTube and learn it. And then if you like it, keep doing it. Like, just, I don't know. I, I, I don't give good advice on how to be a drag queen. That's how like, I am with actually people wanting to ask about comedy. I'm like, I mean, I just try say to do simple. Else, go to an know? open mic and you'll figure it out from there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, like how how to be a drag queen? Like just I don't know, just do it. That's what I did. I just did yeah. it. I was just like I just looked it up and figured it out. Right. right. There's or no say, shortcuts. Nowhere worth going in life yeah. has shortcuts. Um. So the hangout place in our crew is Bob's place. Although Alfredo's trying to change it. Although Alfredo is trying to change it. We've had most of the crew on this podcast. The only ones we haven't been on so far have been Mitch and Alfredo. Work. So we have to bring them in on the podcast. But it's uh. Yeah, it's it's. You've just got like a big open place where it's easy to hang. I have the biggest apartment. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and I also don't have a lot of like I don't have like a lot of weird like Monet has weird rules in her apartment. It's like don't uh, sit on my bed. You can't wear your shoes in this section to this section. She's like an Italian woman. Like right. don't look in that room. <laughs> she doesn't say don't look no, in I, that. I room. I made that up, but the other things are real rules. <laughs> um, and and like Alfredo has rule. You have to pet his dog for like forty five minutes. <laughs> And like Mateo's like, take your shoes off. And he'll, uh, and he'll throw poles at you. My apartment is the smallest of the group. So it, it, we, I want the shoes off. Also, and also, it, you live on the east side. No one's fighting to come to your I apartment. I see you here right now. No one's Where like, and you? Nick comes over too. We all, by the way, the rest of us all Monet's live within. come over to play X-Men. The rest of us all live within 20 blocks of each other. Oh, that's nice. All of us live within a, a five minute Uber ride. That's and nice. And Mateo lives in fucking Ronkonkoma. Well, Patty mm-hmm. is threatening to move to Brooklyn. Really? Oh, I'm just like, I'm going to, girl, I, the, honestly, the gag is like, to be fair, I'm going to just go to Brooklyn. Like, I'm looking at apartments now. Patty's, Patty's always threatening to do something he's never going to do. Yeah. I'm going to kindly go and live in a commune in Portland. <laughs> and it's like, you're not. You're I found not. an island. And to be fair, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> we had Patty on last episode where we were arguing what's, oh, we should get Bob's opinion on this. Yeah, please. What is harder? Just in general. Who okay? has to put more energy into? <laughs> Topping or bottoming? Patty was saying, I think that the prep is in bottoming right. and the active during sex is in topping. And I totally agree. And then they I think, can, I, see Jake, get over here, Jacob. But then I think in bed, the hard work is the, the most the grunt work is topping, but in bottoming, the hard work is all, yeah, all beforehand. Bottoms don't like to hear that. They, oh, I agree. I, mean, no, I, I agree with you. I the, totally agree with you. I but disagree. Then, Jacob, get over here. But then see, tell, bottoms tell just perk up. When you say that, they start squealing around. Hi, my name is Jacob, and I'm a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he sprung up. The bottoms don't like to hear this. Well, go ahead, Jacob. Go ahead, Jacob. I think, I mean, I think it's, you can be a passive bottom. Definitely the prep, but like saying that it's all in the top is such a lie. At least 85% of it. Well, I didn't say it. it was all in the top. I said a lot of the prep, like all, the, I think 100% of the prep work Except for just a, t- a top, just showering like a human being, right? Um, is all in the bottom, uh, and, there, and uh, of course, yeah, and then top. I mean, all in, uh, the prep work is all in the bottom, and I think that also depending on who 
the bottom is there are some bottoms who just lay there and there are bottoms who are like i'm gonna break your dick off right before this session's over right you're gonna need a new dick <laughs> yeah um and i'm more of an active top <laughs> me too in the boudoir um do you have a boyfriend yeah that's him oh oh i didn't know that <laughs> oh, oh i didn't put that together my bad I, I, that was a great Emma ism. My bad. <laughs> that was a, that was the perfect Emma moment. I did not realize. That actually, I wanted to do like little sketches about you and the situations you're always in. No, I'd love to do. He's them. obsessed with the Seven Eleven. Have you heard Please. the Seven Eleven situation? What's the Seven Eleven situation? The when one you went, you went on a date with the supermodel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh thank you. Oh yeah, I would love to do a sketch about that. But like that you being like, do you have that? Is just such an Emma moment. Yeah, I would lo- yeah I, Emma gets I, herself I in situations. Well, oh, people in Chicago all came up to me by the way. They're like, tell Emma we love Emma. Oh, we good. love Emma. Thank you. Hello. How are people about the apples? Oh yeah, the apples. I forgot you it wanted to bring so apples on a date. Ago. Well, I brought after you the, lied and said you were a whitewater rafter. I yeah, I brought app. I I said it was a hairdresser, and I stopped. But I said I'm getting some snacks so on the way her. to get a haircut, and then I bought a bunch of groceries. And then when I got there, she grabbed the thing of groceries, and I didn't tell her her snacks were only on top. So I gave her literally like a week's worth of groceries. She was like, "You're so considerate," and then she was texting me all week like, "Wow, apples, hummus," and I was like, "Bitch, those are my fucking <laughs> groceries." So you gave her your groceries out of guilt. Yeah, because I was like, I gave five dollars uh, to Bob. Out oh, ten dollars. Yeah, uh, I was. Whoops. I once guilted Mateo into giving me ten dollars. Bob knows my weakness, and he kicked on my Catholic guilt real quick. It was really <laughs> funny. Well, I think it was a part. It was like, oh, it, what it was was Mitch was parking, and then Mateo offered Mitch five dollars to pay for the parking, and then Mitch goes, no, no, no. Mateo goes, please, please, please. Mitch goes, no, no, no. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> I said, I think I deserve five dollars. So he gave me the five dollars, and then when the bill came, I think that like I had I ordered the appetizer, so I was gonna pay for it. And I was like, I don't know, and I was like, you know, you, you could just give me another five dollars. No, I took the five dollars that I gave you, and we used it towards the appetizer. Oh, that's what I it think. was. Yeah, but but would you have a bit? Don't you have a bit on that? Like white people argue oh, over it's money. Oh, not a bit, but it's just like you know, I white people. If you, if you've ever been a waiter. White people love to argue over the check. They will, yeah, I'll they argue They will get over into it. physical sure. altercations with each yep. other, throwing their hands on I got it, each I got other's it. hands, and black people just don't do that. Hmm. Like if you offer, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't care if you are if you you can be dirt poor pushing pennies together. If you offer, I go all right. All right. You got to know your boundaries. You want to pay, pay. If you don't want to pay, don't say you want to pay. I never knew the thing about the bodega that you said last week at Sibling Rivalry. Oh, black people. This is pointed out to me by, by my friend, Henry Brunk, that uh, someone pointed out that black people often go to bodegas and stand really far from the counter and hold things up and go, how much is this? Yeah. And I did not know that until I found myself doing it. And I was like, how much? Oh, there yep. I am. There I am. <laughs> how long have you guys been together? Over a year. Good for you. How'd you meet? On Grinder. Nice. In Berkeley, California. Did you it, want to say something, Jacob? And then did Jacob move here? Then he moved here, yeah. Oh. I, I moved here a week ago. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Welcome. But he, Welcome. he's lived here. He went to college here. Nice. Jacob might be the only successful boyfriend brought into the crew. This or is true. boyfriend brought into the successfully. Successfully is what I meant. <laughs> That's just true. That is true. Um, I don't know how to d- discuss this. And I don't know how to segue into this. Let's hear it. But I did a podcast called uh, Conversations with People Who Hate Me. Oh, Never, with, yeah, huh? with, with uh, Dylan. Who, who is which I'm so being, pretty. We're talking about me doing that or not. I, I'm starting to get very nervous about it. What is it? So you I have, have to call You have conversations with people who don't like you? Yeah. Conversations with people who write mean things about you online. Oh, fascinating. And my comment was, I thought it was mild. Although it was a great conversation. Yeah. But then someone wrote a comment 
to me recently that is so mean. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, it looks long, too. I won't read the whole thing. I'll just go over some of the best parts. But honestly, it's also just well-crafted. Yes. This, so this was about how I did a roast, and I told... Oh, this could be a good talk about PC culture. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like in a roast, you are allowed to say things that are not PC because in that context, you and the people on stage and the people in the room are entering a, a nonverbal, con- a non-written contract that says we're going to be making jokes about these things. And yes. in this context, it is okay. Right. They're Out- coming on their own accord. Yes. And outside of this room, I would not make these jokes. I would not say these things, but in context to this thing, this is what it's like acting. It's like if an actor, if if a white actor says the N word on a film, you don't hold them accountable for that because they're essentially doing right. the thing just for this film. Right. You know what I mean? Was that Paula Deen's excuse? Uh, I, I think she was on Ambien. Um, <laughs> and totally agree. So I told some Holocaust jokes in my set against right. a Jewish drag queen named Sherry Vine, and this got a guy. Uh, who whose name is Jacob Shapiro. Do you usually read the comments? Because I went through a phase where I was doing that, and then I had to stop. I, I read the comments, but this was this was sent. Someone like screen grabbed. Oh, they and sent, sent it to you. Me. Okay. Um, Bob, excuse me, sir, in all caps. God. But you uh, have to be checked, and I'm going to let the real queen. Miriam Webster do the heavy lifting. Oh, shut oh, the fuck up. God. Do the heavy lifting. Get it? Because you're dumb and overweight. Oh! <laughs> and then they stay, They write the definition of oppression. Wait, real quick. Whatever they say after that is not valid. Right. Because, oh. because they're, they're a bitch. They're, they're but it doing... is kind of funny. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form does the oppressor have to have power, have to have the, the power over the oppressed parties. You are responsible for your words, and Holocaust jokes were gross and distasteful. While your lack of knowledge surrounding the English language doesn't surprise me, single mama, no daddy, hood life, Ooh. bad education, your lack of remorse for the offended and oppressed parties certainly does. I strongly encourage you to exercise your that small, uneducated brain of yours oh and God. think up some new material because the mess you brought to the Sherry Vine Rose surrounded the mass genocide and torture experimentation murder for sport and um, systemic slaughtering of 6 million people was anything but common. It wasn't 6 million people. It was 12 million people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just, it goes on and on. I, I understand pe- he's saying 6 million I'm Jewish done. people. I'm just saying. Should you still find you those... Just clarify. Should you still find those things to be funny? Maybe you should at least have a little fun and point the lens at yourself. Perhaps some jokes about slave rape, mutilation, and castration, branding, shackling, lynching, all sounds like the kind of stuff you'd really get of the laughs and validation for your pitiful sense of self-worth seems to crave wishing you nothing but failure and misfortune for the sad drawn out remainder of your career the bitter jew <laughs> with a kissy face emoji god damn let me just say i it's, i understand it's six million jewish people but i was saying i think there was how many people died altogether in the holocaust like seven it never happened i'm kidding i'm no. joking oh, i'm kidding and i didn't know i Said six million. It was I went. Twelve. Yeah. I oh, think. Yeah. No, right. I'm Tyler, can you look up how many people? Died? I mean, first, fuck that guy. No, but I kind of love the comment because it is it is a well crafted letter. It's but not also, that well crafted though, because he if he wanted to actually be taken oh, no, seriously, he, no, it, he invalidates himself in yeah. a lot of ways because he makes fun of invalidate in a lot of ways. In a the lot whole of ways. way, the right. entire thing was invalidating himself. So then we wrote him a letter and asked him if he wanted to come on the podcast, and he didn't respond. Oh, right. he would have been perfect. Oh, he Jacob Shapiro would have been the perfect podcast guest. <laughs> What do you Ever. think? What's his demographic? He's an older Jewish straight guy, you think? 
I don't think he's straight. He's definitely not straight if he's saying the real queen. Right. Yeah, the real queen. Yeah, Miriam Webster, which is a pretty good drag name to be quite. 11 million. Okay, so I was close. 11 million people. And Um, it was unfortunate. But I just kind of love this. This. Oh, 17. Holy you know, shit. maybe you could do a like a wow. song just made up of all like nat like this could be a song just I don't know if that'd be therapeutic. Oh, a song to called do. Nasty Tweets? Yeah. Nasty Tweet. Uh 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 them nasty tweets. Yeah, Damn. I think that'd be funny. Yeah, but anyway, I just That I'll- is the most ridiculous. like how much time and effort did he put into that to call you out on something he clearly didn't understand? Well, I was intrigued too, by the way, I'm not And why is he coming after you with why with your background and slavery and what a horrible also I do have a lot of jokes about slavery actually actually if you see my stand up special available on Amazon Prime Suspiciously Large Woman I actually do have a lot of jokes about uh, slavery Um, and uh, have you added the one in in yet that you talked about all the time what's this oh no I have not I've not not, I haven't haven't written that one out yet but I have a joke about how um, about how uh, black I don't go on cruises because the last time black people got offered a free cruise shit got a right. little wonky. Um meanwhile you just went on the Kesha cruise. Oh, I've, I've been on literally you six, on the Kesha I've been cruise? on six cruises. Yeah, I went on the Kesha. I mean Kesha got matching tattoos. Wait, was it Kesha cruise? Was it for fun or were you working on it? He, I was working. He and Kesha literally got matching tattoos. OMG. Yeah, and Big Frida. How the hell what is Kesha up to? Uh, How is she right now? Her? I don't know. I mean, she was pretty chill though. Yeah. Yeah, she just she, she seemed like a pretty like a normal fun lady who just happens to be really famous. Good for her. Yeah. She was in The Simple Life. Really? Yeah, as a songwriter. She is the what? As a songwriter. She's like, I'm just a songwriter. Me and my mom. Yeah, she was living in her mom's, and it was an episode. It was the season that Nicole and Paris were not talking to each other. Wow. Mm-hmm. They weren't talking for a while. No, that that. The, hello, I didn't you remember they got like I didn't a big watch fight, the, I and didn't then watch they did the season, but they did it separate. So they went to each house on another on a separate day. They got to fight on camera. Uh, not on camera, but they just the last episode. I think they like sort of went after each other. Yeah, Are they friends of- now? Yeah, they're friends now. Not like besties, but they're friends. I mean, they're older women. They got to get over Right. They got uh, Nicole has kids and stuff. Yeah. And I met Paris like a month ago. I interviewed her at the Nikki Glazer's morning show. Right. She was exactly what you think she would be. That's, I would be so, Kesha seems like such a random celebrity. She's my favorite pop star. Really? Yeah. I love Kesha. What about, do you like? The sixties and seventies. I like jazz. Um, we should do that. Dad wants to do a video where we, uh, where we do some Eliza stuff. Well, I think it would be funny because Bob has a production team, and I think it'd be fun if you and Mitch produced. Like, we want to do like the set. Well, Jacob was saying today, like, what can I do with my Liza characters? Like, what if you did the seventy-three questions that Vogue does, where like sure. they walk around the house? We could do seventy-three and a half. And just pick someone's house, and I could be Liza, and like really slowly walk around, or like be in a wheelchair, or a jazzy. Yeah, and you just ask questions, and I'll answer them. So like, let's watch, you have to just rapid fire questions. So well, here's a question: And the Vogue questions are the questions on the screen, or do you hear someone ask? You hear someone ask them off screen. Oh, all right. So it'd be like, so um, what's your favorite movie? I always loved Meet Me in St. Louis. That's why I'm here. Um, my father directed it, and my mother was a star. Favorite dessert. I've always loved just salt. <laughs> Would you rather live forever or die right now? Ooh, I feel like I'm already gonna live forever. I've had seven knee replacements. That was a good question. Oh, I, that's my my favorite. Would you rather is Would you rather live forever or die right now? That's which my, one is it? Which would you die rather? right now? I think me too. Live forever or die right now? I would die right now. Right. Yeah. I I mean, don't even let me finish the sentence. Yeah. I would just die. Right. Yeah. I, I actually I agree. I'm ready to go. Also, I need to point out, like, living forever doesn't mean that you are um, Young healthy forever. Body. Yeah. I'm here to tell you. It sucks. I <laughs> was thinking, how old? Is this Is this too morbid? Is there an age Nothing. where you're like, I'm good? Yeah. I feel 80, like, yeah. 
Five. 24. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I was like, no, 26. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, I feel like 85 is just, I don't need, I don't think I need to do much living after, I am 32, my knees hurt. Yeah. You're also living at 32 where you're in nine inch heels running around on stage with backup dancers. Also, I've learned at 30, there is no comfortable way to lay in a bed unless you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. You cannot prop yourself up in a bed and not be in pain. Mm-hmm. Huh. You have to be asleep if you're in a bed. You have to be laying. You have to lay completely flat. You ever try to pop up on your arm and read your phone? Then your arm hurts. You gotta put yes. put pillows underneath your knees, and then you kind of get your back support. I wake up in pain every morning. Really? Yeah, but I also sleep. work out a lot, and I don't stretch. Right. You, you gotta sleep stretching. on your back. I know. Wait, we have to take a break, so okay. we'll take a break real quick. Uh, we're back. back. How we're do back. you take care of yourself with all your traveling? Barely. Yeah. Yeah. You used to be careful with your voice, which actually, now that I'm traveling as much as you are, I have started to really have to be careful with my voice. I blew out my voice this weekend and just mm. didn't talk all day yesterday. Yeah, I've lost my voice a lot. When I was doing Angels in America, uh, I was doing eight shows a week and screaming on stage, like arguing with people on stage. And uh, Bob was so amazing in it. By the way, I went oh, out to Berkeley you. to see him, and we that was such a fun That's two fun. day. Like, like we three, I think it's three days in San Francisco with Bob. It That's was fun a blast. to go watch someone else perform. Like and be out there for that. That's fun. I think I'm gonna finish the painting you did of me. Would you be upset? Go ahead. I did a painting of Bob while we watched Coco. Was it Coco? Coco? Yeah. Coco. And um, I didn't get to finish it, but I like paintings that are sort of unfinished, mm-hmm. right? Like these are my paintings. They're Actually, sort of I, I look a lot like that picture of whoever that is. Wa- uh, Joaquin Sorolla. Joaquin, the name of my grandfather, Joaquin Maldonado. Oh. But that's anyways, a, that's he's a from pretty Spain, sexy grandfather. You know, Joaquin Phoenix is gonna be the new Joker. Yes, I auditioned for the role. I think Liza would be a great Joker. Let's do a rehearsal right now. Of li- All right, Liza, uh, Liza, screen test, take one. <laughs> Joker, you're never getting out of here alive. Did they have you do acting well, auditions? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I just That made me just think of that. But I don't want to cut off Liza's audition. Well, do we have acting auditions? Yes, you have to audition. You can't just show up and be in a play. <laughs> you can't just be like, I'm, I claim this one. No. They, now, how did you get, tell, tell the story of how you were asked to be in the play. I think this. I think that's your real voice. I think you're putting on my this. old Italian woman. Yeah, I think that's Listen, your... <laughs> get this house clean. Pick that shit up. And what do you want, ZD? Penne? I think that's the real Matteo, and you're putting on the rest. Italians of the would argue over ZD or Penne. Penne. We they would argue over which pasta like better. I'm they're telling relatively you, it's, same. It's Penne I, or rigatoni. Also, I can't believe I just said penne. That makes me feel so penne. Like, me, there's two ways to say it. And I never know which way to say it. Right? I say one of penne. them means penis, and one of them means the pasta. I want both. I'll have them. The answer is yes. Say voglio. Voglio. Tutto due. Tutto due. There you go. I want both. Voglio. Tutto due. Ti amazzo. Ti amazzo. That means I'll kill you. Yeah, it's the only, only thing I say in Italian. Ti amazzo. E quasi l'unica freso di... Quasi freso l'unica queso... What is it? What? Queso... L'unica queso... This... Frase... Phrase... Dida. To say... It's like the only, this is the only Jeez. phrase I can say. Oh, questa è la solo frase che dico io. Yeah, that, that one. 
Sounded good. I was close. I can, all, close. I, all I can he say is. He went to Sicily and kept texting me, we're going to go to McDonald's. Like oh. an <laughs> asshole. And I was sending him pictures of McDonald's, Italian McDonald's. <laughs> but I was actually at a really fancy Italian, like. Fancy shop. McDonald's? Yeah. He went to Sicily. He went to the homeland. Siciliano. Sicilia. What did you think of Sicily? It was all right. <laughs> Not impressed? Not really, to be honest. Well, we, they went to Palermo, which is a big city, and then they also went this to guy was like yelling at us, like trying to yell that we were gay in the street. Mm. Jacob, were you on that one? Was that the one you weren't on? No, that was with Mitch. Me and Mitch were walking down the street, and this guy kept pointing at Mitch and like saying something about him being gay. And then I was like, "Yeah, he's gay. We're the gay ones. Right. We are the gay ones." Bob would go to Sicily, and he and was, <laughs> and the guy was kind of looking at us, and I was like, "You're saying we're the gay ones. We're the gay ones." He might have right. not been saying you're gay. Might have been complimenting mm-hmm. you. No, because someone was like, "He's saying we're the gay ones." <laughs> like someone who speaks Italian was going, "He's saying that's the gay one," and everyone there looks gay, so it's hard to look gay. And then Italy. I think I said, "You never seen a faggot before?" And then he kind of just cowered away. <laughs> Good for you. Bob it was, was, it was a me, story. Mitch, and like Deborah Cox walking down the street. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like that guy thought he was like breaking new ground by being like, "That's the gay ones." Everyone's like, "Yeah." He was pointing at this guy. It was him and this another vendor across the way. And they were trying to make a joke about Mitch being the gay one, right? And they kept being like, "Look, he's gay." That one, that one. They were saying it in Italian, and someone in our group who speaks Italian was like, "He's making fun of us. He's calling mm. us the gay ones." And then when I called him out, he was kind of like, "Oh, now you took the wind out of my sail. It's not fun anymore." <laughs> Dude, was that the cruise you went on with Joel? <gasps> that was where me and Joel met. Joel, who we've all, Kim I think we've all decided Joel oh, nice. is an ex- the, the most handsome comic. The most. One of them. I do want to touch his body, but I feel like it'd be inappropriate to ask him or say that. So I feel I like if you're it. going to, you should you should ask. Him. And I and I did not. I, for the record, I did not touch Joel's body without uh, consent. Good for you. Or at all, for that matter. Nor did I ask him for consent. Perfect. I'm constantly jealous of Joel's hair. He has the perfect hair. Mate- and he has- always has different haircuts, and he always looks so fashionable. You never mentioned my hair. Well... Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I found a which video. hair. <laughs> this one right here on my one. chin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I recently um uh well Jacob was at our apartment now he lives there now. Oh, he lives Congrats. There. Um, I was kidding. And he um and he found a video of me when I was nineteen. Oh, you had dreads, long hair. And I kept going on and on about how great my hair looked, and no one else in the room <laughs> <laughs> was. Interesting. No, you looked really, really. I love that picture of you. Like you had your hair and you were like swinging it, like yeah. freeze frame. You looked adorable. I had like very long dreadlocks, and wow. my hair looked. When did you cut uh, them off? When I was twenty-one. It just because you're like I'm done. I want to just shave my head. Well, yeah, I had them long enough, and you know when I was in when I was in high school when I started them, my mom used to do my hair for me, and I was in college, I had to do my hair by myself, and it was just too much, and I was like, I it's too much, so I cut my hair, and then I, I grew dreads again. I grew a dreadlock mohawk while living in New York mm, City. Work. And then when I cut my hair that time, my hair was like, we're we're good on growing. I'm good. We'll just grow mainly in the back area. I'm slowly losing my hair, so well, you know about this. Honestly, Bob is the only one who's been honest with me. By the way. Remember we I, were in well, LA. Have you seen it when he has it uncoughed? Because every time I see you, you always have it done. We so went, it looks good. We went to dinner in LA. We were walking. Remember that? You came to Nicole's house. We walked down to get, I think we were getting, um, got dinner somewhere and then went to go see Lady Bunny's show. Yes. And, and then I was the, like, the- I'm losing hair in the back of my head and no one will say it. And Bob goes, let me look. And looks down and goes, yeah, I would say you probably are. And I was like, thank you for being Wait, honest. Let me you're see. like, well, you're 32. Well, you're you can't, well, you can't well, ask not- Nick. Nick will lie to you. Nick will be like, I think you have the most hair I've ever you, seen. You have the most hair I've no one's ever had this much hair before. Um, yeah, I don't see it. Well, I know. Turn, well, today it's all around. Qu- it's all quaffed. Well, over I mean, today. yeah, you, yeah, probably it's quaffed over. Also, you have to look at. Um, I mean, I'm also. 
I am I am bald. I mean, not completely bald. But no, like, you still, if you grew it out, you could. It see. would be embarrassing. My hair grows. This is this whole area is no hair. So this is whole just, front of head. This is no hair. Uh, yeah, you guys can't tell, but it's, like my, a big widow's peak. Basically. My hand is basically put your hand where your hairline starts, and then four hands, four fingers back is where my hair is. So you like a little island of hair. Yeah, and it's 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 just it wouldn't look handsome or good or I wouldn't feel pretty or anything. So well, I not just, with that attitude. <laughs> so I shave my head. I also feel like you should just shave your head. Oh my god, I never thought of that. Well, I like the way I look with hair. I shaved my head one summer and I didn't like it. You would look so it'd be so butch, I feel. Just buzz it. Try buzzing it. I did. I buzzed it. I didn't like it. I think it could look really good. I never thought of that. But he wants to do the things where he's gonna get the hair. Oh yeah, I've already got I my think is Scary. Why? One, it will hurt, and two, it's not guaranteed. It's just a lot of money for something that's not guaranteed. Um, it it'll work. It worst will case hurt scenario. Really bad. Worst case scenario, it can't like fuck you up, right? The worst case scenario, you just spend a lot of money, and they worst case scenario, they put the money, they put the hair in the front, and I and die, then, <laughs> and then you fall over it dead. Yeah, and then when you like after a while, the hairs just fall out, and, they don't, and it doesn't work. Oh, when I'm mm. healing, you'll be there with me. I'll hold your hand. Okay. I do think that if you want to get this hair surgery then you should and i also feel like um it is uh if, if it makes you feel good then you should do it yeah dude i got botox did you and fillers she got filler and botox mm-hmm. we're being very open and honest about our yep. plastic surgery <laughs> wants and, I, and needs i just got on uh accutane which took forever you did you yeah i got it? on it mm-hmm. oh accutane, it's you, been five days now accutane you have to like sign a waiver like i won't kill myself i won't if, shit if my you're pants feeling I won't. thoughts you better call well, me I w- it's actually now you have to sign the waiver so you won't get pregnant so they have you sign all this shit called- you're like i'm good you're yeah. like done <laughs> oh I, they still made me take the quiz they made me say i was going to be abstinent you and- write down i'm the man <laughs> wait so you does, does accutane make you more fertile it just if you get pregnant it messes up the baby but i was like i'm gay i'm not at risk for pregnancy and they like don't have that as an option they're like if you have ovaries you still have you have to either be on birth control or you have to say you're abstinent i'm like well i'm not abstinent but i'll play ball and say i'm abstinent. Okay, is, is Accut- it's totally rude no pun intended. is accutane worse than rufinol i mean what is going on seriously roofies i mean it's like you can't you'll kill yourself you'll ha- your baby will be deformed your legs will fall off you'll kill your family like, is it the medicine no but we give the baby zika virus <laughs> That's the deal. Like, what is up with Accutane? And they say there's on the picture of the Accutane, there's a baby with a fucked up head. Like, I'm like, I'm not having a baby. They've got a they cone-headed baby. They just wanted to show you a baby. Oh God, Emily, you're going to so get weird. so pregnant. It's going to be so crazy. You're going to be like, Could, I am fully preg. Could you imagine? The Accutane I, makes you super femme, and you're going to be pregnant and hair down so, your butt. You've seen lesbian couples where the, where the butch lesbian carries the baby. Yeah, yeah of course. And I think the, I feel like the butch lesbian almost always carries the baby. Really? No, I, I feel well, the butch lesbian like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Don't worry. You f- Fine, I'll take care of this. I'm going to hold this baby. Good for them if they um, do do it. Actually, um, <laughs> in my relationship. I wouldn't do it, but good for them if they, you know what I mean? I don't know if I want to have kids. You got, do you want to have kids? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I don't want to have kids either. No, no, no. Well, don't you hear it when you say you don't have kids and people say, but you can adopt these days. Well, I feel like when you're gay, people don't ask that much. I feel like I, when you're people straight, have asked, folks are like, you don't want to have kids? I'm like, what? Right, no one really asks. Usually are you, people are go, you straight? Yeah. And do people, do you have kids? No. Do you want them? No. And people are freaked? Yes. Yeah, like people freak <laughs> out when straight women specifically, yeah. they're like, but why? And you're like, because, okay, first of all, kids are, especially babies, are just, the worst roommates ever. It is a person who pays nothing. And I guess if you needs think of them like a roommate, yeah. Everything. 
Like they need money. They need hugs. They need love. They need attention. They puke on you. Imagine a roommate that's you. Imagine a roommate that rolls over, shits on you, pukes on you, pays nothing, and then demands dozens of thousands of dollars a year. It'd be I weird had if one you found your roommate through your vagina though instead of <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> I just feel like babies are and also we, there are enough babies. We don't need more babies. Who also who's having children in New York? Who is also in the, New York, yeah. New York children are monsters. They're the worst kids. I'm a I am a 200 pound black man. I'm six foot two, and I'm afraid to ride the train between three and five o'clock Monday through Friday. <laughs> because New York children are oh, monsters. That's the goddamn truth. They will. I, I avoid eye contact with them. Oh, between I will, the ages of three and twelve, I don't I look make at eye the contact. ground. I, yeah. no, I, I apologize, sir. Yeah, I'm so this sorry. This is yours. Right. Like, you want my candy, sir. boy, girl? And I'm like, one time this fucking little girl. She. I when I tell you when I tell you. She was the cutest thing I'd ever seen in my life. She literally looked like Dora the Explorer. Mm. She was wearing a high school musical backpack. I think it was high school musical three. She had a bob. She was a Latin girl. She was wearing Velcro shoes. And her friend got off the train. I was like, wow, look how cute this kid is. Uh And as her friend got off the train, she was like, see you tomorrow, faggot. (laughs) And I was like, But she looks so cute. See you tomorrow, faggot. And she was talking to you. <laughs> like directly to me. She's like, I see you tomorrow, Craig, but you faggot. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, kids are the, the I just don't I I I have a niece I have a niece and a nephew. Mm. And I'm good. You're close with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all right. I'm just I think I want to end close, on Bobby hating yeah. kids. Yeah. Fuck see you tomorrow, kids. faggot. <laughs> well, Bob, where can people find you? Because you don't have enough followers. Um, well, I'm on, um, and this podcast will help bump you up to that yes. number you need. Work. Well, please follow me on Instagram. I am Bob the Drag Queen on Instagram. Um, follow, and follow. We have to post today, by the way. Follow another Instagram account. Oh, and please follow uh, Kickass Drag Queen, which is uh, Mateo and Maya's collaboration. Yes. Um, which is really great. I'm really proud of what we do there. I'm gonna post the Joker one today to give you an idea of what Deadpool. What Kickass Drag Queen is like? Imagine if Deadpool was a drag queen, right? Like a really sarcastic, ridiculous. Drag, drag queen, queen. Um, and also on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. I'm at that one queen. I just reached three hundred thousand. Hell yeah! I just got to thirty nine point five thousand. I never tweet. You're better off. Yeah, because after my account got hacked, I don't even. You have thirty nine thousand. Mm-hmm. If I were on Accutane and I had thirty nine thousand, I would kill myself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. He's not on Accutane, and I'm not on Twitter, so that would be between the two of us. Yeah, between the two of us. I need hair, and she needs Accutane, so... Rogue, rogue Accutane. Yeah. Um, for the record, that was... I'm going to get a hate mail, which I love. Oh, okay. I mean, I just read my hate mail. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Can't top that. Thank you for being on the show, Bob. My pleasure. With that love in mind. You, Bob.